Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 321. This is Daniel Meisler. Starting off with security news and Ukraine. CISA has added 95 additional vulnerabilities to its previously exploited catalog, including many that are known to be used by Russia-based attackers. Russia has essentially been canceled. Hundreds of the world's most significant companies and organizations have pulled out or stopped providing services for Russia. These include Nike, Visa, MasterCard, Apple, Spotify, Netflix, TikTok, Adidas, H&M, Ikea, Airbnb, UPS, FedEx, American Express, PwC, KPMG, Google Ads, Microsoft, Meta, Snap Ads, YouTube, Disney, EA Sports, Shell, BP, ExxonMobil, Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, GM, Volvo, Harley-Davidson, Toyota, Jaguar, Aston Martin, BMW, Mazda, and countless others. And I'm sure the list will continue to grow over the coming weeks. Vladimir Zelensky has survived at least three assassination attempts in the last week. And police in Russia are stopping people on the streets and going through their phones looking for anti-Russian posts or messages. And if people refuse to give up their phones, they're taking them into custody. A ransomware group called Lapsus is claiming the hack against NVIDIA, and they say they're releasing the company's crown jewel source code unless they re-enable the ability for their GPUs to mine cryptocurrency. This is being considered as one of the most interesting ransomware requests that people have ever seen. They've already started releasing some data, including usernames and hashes for over 71,000 employees. And the same group, Lapsus, has also released a ton of alleged Samsung source code, including source code for Galaxy. And this is evidently up to 190 gigabytes of data. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham has called for someone to assassinate Putin. He did this on live TV and on Twitter, which we got a link to in the show, confirming once again that he is stupid. The sponsor this week is Fastly. And in March, they're doing a series called The Department of No, K-N-O-W Live. A series of 15-minute conversations and live Q&As with experts on web app and API security. And I am one of those people. Fastly says, you've probably been to dry security webinars that resort to fear-mongering. At Fastly, we're tired of the security status quo as well. That's why we've created the Department of No Live virtual speaker series. Every Thursday in March, Kelly Shortridge, Fastly, and B. Hughes from PagerDuty will host 15-minute conversations and live Q&As with security leaders that cover everything from how we define success in modern security to how security falls short of developer expectations to why we can't ignore asset management. And that last one is the one that features me. And I've got the link here to register for this event. Hope to see you there. 
Vulnerabilities, a weak DOS of Unit 42 found nearly 75% of infusion pumps have severe vulnerabilities. Google Chrome, there's a new version out that addresses multiple vulnerabilities, pretty classic release from them, and they include up to system control. Although they're only rated high, up to high, but system controls the top level impact, so seems critical, but rated as high anyway most likely due to difficulty. CISA's warning regarding Schneider NGE digital SCADA software, and these vulnerabilities are up to high as well, including system takeover. And Toyota has shut down its Japanese factories after a reported cyber attack against a key supplier. Lots of attacks going on, and lots of them are being associated with Russia. And I think some of those will just be assumptions, not actually be Russia. Time will tell. Technology news, Tesla has approval to start building vehicles at a new plant outside Berlin, Germany. Researchers at Dartmouth have built an AI system that can detect mental disorders like depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder by looking at Reddit conversations. The system focuses on trends across multiple posts rather than analysis of single posts. And looking at those trends, you can basically infer whether or not you have these particular ailments. Amazon is closing all 68 of its books, four-star, and pop-up physical stores. They're refocusing on grocery and fashion stores instead. This is really interesting from Amazon. They are definitely throw spaghetti at the wall in terms of strategy. And this is a spaghetti that, you know, didn't stick. Human news. Scientists have watched a memory form in a brain for the first time. And they've learned that different types of memories create different structures of neural connections. And fear-laden memories, for example, appear to be more robust and elaborate than other types of memory, which leads to them being more vivid for longer, according to their analysis. Anyway, it's early times for this. And Belgium has approved a four-day work week. And along with that, they've given employees the ability to ignore their bosses after hours. Content ideas and analysis. Crypto is exciting because it changes incentives. A new piece on how crypto NFTs Web3 is less about technology and more about incentivizing new types of business and consumer behavior. And I think if you're skeptical about crypto, you know, crypto splat, NFTs, you know, cryptocurrency, Web3, actually not so much cryptocurrency, more more like the other ones. But if you're skeptical about these things, uh, I am too. And I think all smart people are. The question is, how skeptical are you versus how excited? And if you are skeptical, I recommend you read this piece. And I've got another one here related to that as well. This next one here is called The Anti-Putin Narrative Could Have Gone Very Differently. Here I'm arguing that it's worth reflecting on what could have happened if the U.S. had fallen for Putin's narrative, which I don't think was impossible. Sponsored conversation, Ed Konsovoy of Teleport. I had Ed Constavoy on the pod last week, and we were talking about his new company, Teleport. So basically in this sponsored series, I have organic conversations with entrepreneurs as if I'm having lunch with them and then hearing about the product for the first time, which in this case I mostly was. And they give their pitch and I dig deeper with questions. That's how the structure goes. It was a pretty good conversation. And the last one here, Andrew Ringline's Five Crypto Accelerators in Gaming and Business. So I had my friend Andrew Ringline on the pod as well on Sunday, 
to discuss a different way of thinking about crypto. And it's like a conversational form of the essay above that I was just talking about related to crypto incentives. And this one is centered around Andrew's five principles. So whether you're crypto bullish, crypto skeptical, or whatever, crypto curious, I highly recommend listening to this. And you can essentially do one or the other, or you could do both. So you can listen to this podcast and you'll probably get most of the stuff from the essay above. I, I actually did the essay to capture most of the stuff that's in the conversation. But uh, definitely recommend this. It, it's, in my opinion, a healthy and intelligent way to look at the hype around crypto. So it's very bullish. It's very positive around how cool this stuff is, but it's not based on the technology. It's not based on, oh, blockchain is going to change the world or whatever. Like this could be blockchain or blockchain could fall apart and there could be a whatever, a crypto winter or a blockchain winter or a decentralized computing winter, whatever. The point is that we should be thinking about the things that crypto offers as ideas, as general concepts that help facilitate business. And we're seeing it first in gaming. And the conversation was really good. It went for over an hour. And it's with my friend Andrew Ringline. And highly recommend you listen to that one and or read the essay. That's kind of a capture of it. All right. Notes. Well, I finally got my first NFT unrelated to uh, the stuff above. It's through a gift by the Crypto CVEs project, which is a neat idea where they make NFTs for specific CVEs or vulnerabilities. So they gifted me the CVSS 10 log4j vulnerability, which is super cool, which is 2021 uh, 44228. So, do I think this is my path to retirement? No. Do I think it's interesting and awesome? Yeah. And that's where I am with most things crypto right now, as uh, we were just talking about above. I've returned to playing table tennis at my favorite place, the ICC Table Tennis Center in Milpitas, and uh, haven't been there since February of 22. And it's been awesome going back, and I'm sore in ways that I haven't been sore from using my tonal. So pretty excited about that. And if anyone wants to play and you're in the Bay Area, let's meet up in Milpitas. And I'm considering adding a dedicated section to the show for positive news and or humor. For now, I'm continuing to integrate that just into whatever, the different parts of the podcast, especially Discovery. But I think it really does merit its own section. Plus, we just need it. You know? Okay, Discovery. A Twitter thread on words that are very nearly but not quite the same. Brandon Sanderson, a fantasy author, did a publicity stunt on March 1st that was pretty damn impressive. He announced that he'd written a novel, complete novel, in private, and he throws it on the table in this giant stack of paper. And then he proceeds to admit, actually, no, it was two novels, and he throws a, another giant stack of paper. And then he's like, further along in the video, he's like, you know what? I'm sorry, it wasn't two. It was three. He puts another one. And then <laughs> he proceeds and he's like, actually, it was four novels. And then it ends up, by the end, five. He wrote five novels, in addition to the ones that everyone already knew about, that he was already working on, I think, Way of Kings, which I'm reading right now, by the way, was one of those. And so, yeah, separate from Way of Kings, which everyone knew he was working on. He kept this secret from everyone but his wife. 
his entire team did not know. And he just casually wrote another five novels during the pandemic. Then he did a Kickstarter to raise money to release them. I think, you know, self-publishing or whatever. And the goal was a million dollars. And I think he's over $20 million or maybe $30 million, something crazy like that. And this happened in the course of like two days. So it's now the most successful Kickstarter ever. Just ridiculous. Next item here, write everything in text files. The road to success is paved with rejection letters. Why Ethereum is switching to proof of stake and how that will work. A video of how much space debris orbits Earth. This one is frightening. Quote, by substituting your morning coffee with green tea, you can reduce up to 88% of what little joy you had left. Quote. Got a cool calculator here to compare tech salaries instantly. Why you need a domain name. Really recommend that one. Self-host your static assets. A great argument for why you should host things like jQuery on your own site rather than linking remotely. Offsec. Osmedius, an offensive security workflow engine by IHO. Course, AWS Security Fundamentals, second edition. And the recommendation for the week, if you are talking to somebody who disagrees with you about something major, like politics, start by steel manning their argument. Try to do this. Make an effort to do this. Look for the best version of what they're saying. Look for the best version of the person who's saying it. And then listen. And then, after you've done that, really powerfully, after you've really committed to doing this, then make your own points. And you still might be unsuccessful, but this provides the highest chance of coming to some sort of agreement, or at least one of you learning something. And at the very least, you're going to have a little more empathy for the other person, even if you still disagree. In short, you have to truly listen in order to be heard. And the aphorism for the week. Genius is an ability to distinguish the difficult from the impossible. Genius is an ability to distinguish the difficult from the impossible. Napoleon won. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week.